your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today we will have uh, Eric Jensen on. And Eric has been on in the past. It's been a little while since he's been on. Uh, he's an absolutely absolutely hysterical kid. And uh, he, him and I talk you know, uh, through uh, Twitter a good amount of the time. And he asked to come on because he, he's a hockey fan. But he's not like the diehard hockey fan. Like I guess when, when, when it's the offseason – he kind of doesn't really pay attention, but when the season comes, like he's all about hockey. Uh, but he's just a sports fanatic, and he got a hold of me and said, "I have some questions about this return to play, the division, how everything is working." And I'm and I said, "That's a great idea. Why don't you come on and throw whatever questions you want at me? Because they're probably questions that other people have too, and you know sometimes." I get in the mindset because I, I do this every day and I uh, cover the avalanche and I consume every bit of information uh, that comes out about the avalanche. I kind of lose sight of the fact that not everybody does that. <laughs> so uh, I, I might be like more up to speed on what's going on with the avalanche during the off season than some people are. And I, some people are just like me and, you know, everything that comes out, they consume it. And some people are, are like Eric, where it's when it's the off season, it's the off season for them too. So they don't really pay as much attention. So I thought it was a great idea. So he's going to come on the show, and he's got a series of questions he wants to get out there. And I think it's a great idea because, like I said, if he has questions, there's probably tons of other people that are thinking the same thing he is. And how does this all work? And I'm not saying I'm an expert in anything, but uh, I will do my best to answer those questions and maybe throw out some education on what's going on with the NHL season this year. So we will get to that momentarily. First things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, L O P N underscore avalanche on Instagram, search for locked on avalanche. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or opinions, send those to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. The one thing I wanted to get to before we get to Eric is there is, uh, you know, growing, not growing, there is concern now because news came out earlier today as of this recording um, that there is a, a new strain, I guess a variant of the coronavirus that we had heard about was in the UK and the very first case has been confirmed in the United States, and it's in the state of Colorado. So apparently this variant is more contagious than the coronavirus that we have known for the past year. Uh, so I don't know too much about it specifically. And in the fact that does the vaccine that we currently have does, is it as effective on this? That stuff, I don't know. All I heard was a variant 
strand and it's it's more contagious and it's in Colorado. What this means, big picture, maybe it's too early to tell because, like I said, I don't have that type of information. And if this vaccine that we have uh, is also able to fight this variant, then I think things go on as planned. If this gets out of control again, uh, is, is this a step backwards? Is it but for who? Is it a step backwards for everybody, for, for you know, all Americans, the, you know, specific sports? Or is it a step back for the Colorado teams? And namely, Denver's seat, the Broncos season is going to come to a conclusion this coming season or this coming week. What does this do for the Avalanche and the Nuggets? Those are things I don't have questions to right now because, or <laughs> I don't have answers to right now. I had a lot of questions to it, but I don't have answers to those right now because this literally happened. Uh, I, I kind of got wind of this a couple hours before I started recording. So it's just something that we're going to have to keep an eye on. And I'm sure the NHL is doing it. I'm sure the NBA is doing it. I'm sure the Avalanche are keeping an eye on things. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's just, <laughs> you know, we get good news that the hockey season is around the corner and if you were like me, you were excited about it, but you were like, let's just get to January 13th first, and then we can celebrate when a puck drops. And we haven't gotten there yet, and then we get news like this. So we'll just have to wait and see how this all plays out. Hopefully it doesn't spread. I mean, if they found it and they know who the person is and they can seclude that person, but who knows if it's already starting to spread again. Don't have answers to that stuff yet. We'll have to pay attention and uh, see what we got. So uh, for the coming days, we will be going back to five days a week starting next week. And we're really going to start to hammer home on this roster. And we always hear about Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr and Miko Rantanen and Gabe Landeskog. And we're going to really dig into this roster and really look at some of the guys who could benefit from being on a team like this. So, uh, kind of get ready for that when we start back up five days a week next week. Um, all right, we are going to get to Eric here momentarily. We want to hear from uh, our sponsor right now, which is Built Go. And you know Built Bar. We talk about them all the time. And their new product, if you haven't tried Built Go yet, it, I'm telling you guys, it really is a great product. I do use it. I know this is probably something you hear a lot from people who are uh, reading ads for a show, but uh, I, I am a big coffee drinker, but I'm not the type of coffee drinker that I just i am downing coffee uh, from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. I have times when I want to drink coffee, definitely in the morning and then usually at night. In, during the day, in the middle of the day, I don't. I'm not a big coffee drinker during the day. And I don't like those energy drinks. They are loaded with sugar and garbage. I don't like those things. Built Go came along and solved that problem for me. To have something that gets you through your work day and to get you home and to kind of just wake you up for that quick burst of energy, but it's healthy for you. And when you have those walls that you have to break through, you can do it with Built Go. They're easy to take, a one and a half ounce package, so you can put it anywhere, in your briefcase, in your pocket, in your car console. Uh, it fits anywhere. And it's great for a pre 
workout gel. Uh, you can take that before a little bit before a workout and you have a little bit more energy on the treadmill. It's like a five hour energy without that same crash feeling. Plus it's natural. So it's better for your body. It is like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. It comes in three great flavors of peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. So go to builtgo.com right now. Use the promo code locked and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Once again, that promo code is locked and 20% comes off of your order at builtgo.com. All right, quick little break and we will be back with Mr. Eric Jensen. All right, welcome back. And like I had said in the first segment, Eric Jensen is back on the show and he's been on a couple times in the past, but it's been a little while since he's been on. Um, and I always love when Eric comes on. I love his sense of humor. Uh, definitely follow, we'll get his Twitter handle later on. Uh, but I don't know, man. I just, I love your, your humor on uh, Twitter. And I always, oh, thanks, man. That, that you put up one video. It was when the Avalanche were in the, in the playoffs. And you have this thing where like, you don't like to watch because you feel like you're going to jinx them or something. And there was a video that you put up, uh, you put, you tagged me in it and they had scored a goal right when you turned it on and you like lost your mind because you felt like you turned it on and that, you know, the universe it was, was aligning itself. And because you tuned in, they scored a goal. Uh, yeah it, it was hysterical man i, I absolutely love that video yeah I, I tend to be a bit superstitious with them do you uh, i just think hockey is a really superstitious sport and uh like i i i do like i i have like routines like if the abs aren't playing well and i'm like wearing a like an abs sweatshirt or something mm -hmm. sometimes i'll take it off a little bit or i'll put on a hat or i'll put on the jersey or i'll, I'll just change the energy a little bit is what i like to say i and love it usually you know sometimes it works out most of the time it works out i think <laughs> and and some of the times it doesn't but still you got to change the energy sometimes and, Do, are, are you uh, the type that uh are you the type that if you're, you know, like sitting on the couch and it's not working, all right, then I got to go to a different couch or a recliner or something like that. Is that, I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> I'm far too lazy for that. But, uh, I, I don't have the capacity to get up once I sit down for, well, okay. I guess I do get up because like I get up to like, you know, put on a hat or something or like put on a sweat another sweatshirt or, right. or a jersey or something uh, so great. i mean i do change position a little bit yeah right all right uh but you uh reached out to me and, and said that you had some questions about this this season in particular and i thought it was a great idea it's almost like uh you're going to interview me on my own show which i love that so um and, and like I said, like, I think there's a lot of people out there that are maybe like a casual hockey fan that they know hockey's returning. Maybe they don't know the ins and outs of what this season is going to represent. So when you threw that out to me, I was like, that's a great idea. So um, yeah. go ahead. What, what yeah, and I feel like, I mean, I love the Locked On series in general. Their NHL show is great, and, mm -hmm. and so is this show. But outside of those shows, there's just not a ton of like 
hockey podcasting content, in my opinion. I just, or I have a really hard time finding it. And like the Hockey News does a really good podcast, but I just, I, I always go into the season like I, with so many questions. And I just feel like, I like scouting reports, especially of the teams within these kind of new divisions and they're going to play everybody eight times, which I'm actually a fan of. I think it's going to bring out rivalries and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm interested in what you have to say about all, all of this kind okay. of new NHL <laughs> stuff and go check out obviously the other stuff you've posted recently, because I've done my research here. I've listened to the sharks, show that you were on and, uh-huh. and some other stuff like that um so i i have some pushbacks to some points that you have okay made over the past few shows and, and we'll i love it kind of see what happens i love it and and i don't know what questions you're going to ask me so uh i will answer them to the best of my ability i don't claim to be an expert uh i just claim to be kind of like a a diehard information hound i guess uh so hopefully i have answers for you and uh Fire away, man. Go for it. All right. Might as well start with the abs division. So, you know, I look at the division and I see, you know, it's the abs. They add Devontae's. They add Brandon Saad. Those are kind of the two biggest additions. So some depth scoring, another guy on the blue line um, to replace to replace Zakita's, uh, Nikita Zadorov. Um so to me, in that division, it's the Avs, and then it's the Golden Knights and the Blues kind of again. Mm-hmm. Am I right to think those are kind of the three contenders to take that division? For that division, no, absolutely. I don't think there is going to be anybody, unless one of those three teams just completely falls apart and just has a problem with the way that the schedule is designed, um, because the schedule, if you've looked at it, it's, you know, game day off game day off, you are playing all the time. So if that gets to a certain team, um, and they just can't like, they don't have the stamina to keep up with a schedule, like the pace of that type of schedule, <clears throat> even just the division, the ads are in, I don't, I still don't see it happening. I think those three teams are head and shoulders above the rest of that division where I can't see a team that's kind of like on the fringe that could uh, maybe sneak in there to a number three spot. Uh, and if one of those teams just couldn't put it together between um, the avalanche, the blues and the Knights, where they could maybe jump them a spot, but I don't think any of those teams can put it together enough um, as opposed to one of those teams not being able to put it together enough. So yeah, it's it's the Avs, it's the Blues, it's the Black, uh, the Golden Knights. I don't know why I was going to say Blackhawks, but uh, and then and then everybody else. Right. So you're a little bit low on the Golden Knights. I kind of noticed. Um, yeah. Wh- why Why is that? Well, I, I, I and I've prefaced it by saying. I still have to see what their final roster is going to be. Um, They are still in this cap hell situation where the money that they threw out to Alex Petrangelo 
put them in a bind where they have to shed salary cap. They have to, they have to get over us above a certain limit to put a team out on the ice and they're not at that limit yet. So who do they have to get rid of? They might have to get rid of some important players. They say that they don't and you know, that they, they, they have to get under the cap and they say they will, but they haven't said how they're going to do it. Um, if they have to get rid of some important pieces of their team, they'll still be a good team. Um, and, and the division that they're in, they benefit from, like I said, I think they will finish third. Now I don't think of the remaining teams in that division, like I'm, like I just kind of said to your first question, I don't think there's a team that can put it together enough to jump them and put Vegas at four. But I think Vegas is in some trouble uh, because they have to shed some salary cap. We don't know who it is yet. If they can come up with something where they shed kind of, you know, some minor contracts and they still keep the, the main guts of their team together, then, yeah, then, then they have a, a shot at, at going far. I don't know how they're going to do that. The Blues are a team that I would be tend to be a little bit low on. Um, <laughs> To me, I was looking at some of their moves, like sort of the biggest name they brought in was like Kyle Clifford, but he's a little bit older at this point. Uh, it looks like it's pretty much the same roster as last year. I'm, I tend to believe that in most sports and, and hockey included, roster stagnancy it does not bode well um, usually. I, I, I do worry a little bit about them. I mean, they, they've traded away Jake Allen, so now it truly is kind of Jordan Biddington's uh, show entirely. Mm-hmm. I don't know who their backup is right now, but what, what do you think about the Blues this year? Um, I do like the Blues. I think the Blues will be okay. I think losing Petrangelo but getting Tory Krug is a fine replacement. I, I, I think that is uh, – you know, you look at the the stats for them. Yeah, Petrangelo has better stats, but not by a mile. Uh, Krug is right there. So, uh, and I think Krug brings more physicality to the Blues um, on the defensive end. So I think that is a great pickup. And, and they saved money too. I think the Blues were kind of just getting frustrated with Petrangelo and they could go out and get Krug for less money and have pretty much a... a, a equally as relevant guy on their blue line. So they did that. Um, I think they have a good defense. I think with Justin Falk, um, I think he's a great defender. I think he, he, you know, and he's still, he's only 28 years old. So they have those two guys locked up at seven years each. So um, did they make a ton of moves? No, I don't think they didn't really have the, the cap to do that. Um, but they kept most of their team intact with the couple mentions that you you brought out so i think they'll be okay i I think that they can uh push the avalanche that's for sure uh because they have the experience on the team um and that's the one thing the abs don't have as terms of playoff experience they've been to the playoffs but they haven't been deep in the playoffs um st louis has and i think that will that will play a big role as this year goes on Definitely. I I do. I like, I think St. Louis is a a good solid team. All right. Before we continue, I want to get a word in from our sponsor in betonline.com. 
AG. Lots of postseason events coming up. And that's where kind of like everybody starts diving in and wanting to put some scratch down on some games, whether it's uh, NFL or college football. Uh, there's a lot going on, and there's always something to put some bets on. Do it at betonline.ag. It's the number one place to go that has you covered and the one place that we here at Locked On trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account and use that promo code Locked On, and you get a 50% welcome bonus. So whatever you put in on your first deposit, if it's 100 bucks. You got 150 bucks in your deposit or in, in your account. If you put in $200, they deposit another $100 into your account. So anything you can think of to bet on, betonline.ag has it. And keep saying it, they have the Colorado Avalanche as they are, as their favorite to win Stanley Cup for this season. So we already like them. Once again, go to betonline.ag. Follow them on social media as well at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for the free account. And once again, use that promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus. All right. I'm interested in the Abs first round playoff matchup last year, uh, the Coyotes. Okay. To me, it looks like they returned a lot of their guys and they added a piece or two. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, do you yeah. think we're going to be better this year? I just wonder <laughs> if, you know, you're two of kind of full on Taylor Hall. Like, to me, very team to maybe keep an eye on. I know that the goaltending is a little bit unsure, but I, I, I don't hate their roster. No, I think they could be that team that gets that fourth playoff spot in the division. Um, did they go out and make big moves? No. Um, they tried to tr- uh, trade some of their big names, especially um, Ekman Larson, and couldn't get him moved. So he stays put, which is good for them, obviously. He's, he's a good player. So um, I just don't – because they didn't really add – if they were able to keep Hall – uh, then I think we would be saying, I think the Coyotes are the front runner to get that fourth spot in the for, for a playoff spot. Um, because they couldn't bring him back and didn't really, I'm not saying they could go out and sign somebody that's of the caliber offensively as Taylor Hall, but uh, they couldn't, they really couldn't find anybody that's even, you know, in the same ballpark as him. Um, so I think they're going to struggle and that that's been their MO the past few years. That's why they went and got Taylor Hall was because they struggle to score. They're a good defensive team. They rely heavily on their goalie that as we saw, uh, when the avalanche played them, but look what happens, look what happens when you are a defensive minded team, you rely on your defense, you rely on your goalie and you go up against an offensive powerhouse team like the Avalanche. You get worn down. And that you just can't keep that momentum going over the course. Of one, you, you maybe can win a series in the playoffs, but the deeper you go in the playoffs as a team that's constructed the way Arizona is, 
it's tough to keep reeling off wins because you got to score. And, and you know, hockey is, yeah. I mean, you hear the the phrase like defensive wins championships and, and that's true. Uh, it's not, I, I don't feel, I mean, it, it's true in hockey, but not to the extent of it is in like football. You know what I mean? Like the, most of the time over the course of a series, the offense will usually figure it out uh, and, and, and win out. Um, if a team is balanced, then the defense holds up for the entirety of a series. The Coyotes aren't balanced. They are heavy on the defensive end, and you're asking a lot of those guys over the course of a possibly seven-game series, and they just wear down. It can't, it, it, it's, not, it's, it's usually not how a team that's constructed the way that they are uh, can make a deep run. And look, look at what um, the New York Islanders did. They were close. They're, they're a defensive team. They are, they, they, you know, they are not an offensive minded team. Um, and they almost pulled it off against Tampa, but Tampa is just too good. Um, and, and that's kind of how it goes for those teams. Right. Yeah. I'm interested what you think of the Sharks a little bit too. I know you were recently did kind of a crossover of them with with Locked On Sharks, but I look at them, yeah, and there are a lot of ifs. But if Eric Carlson is better this year, if he's because I I would argue he was a bit of a liability for them at points last year. Mm-hmm. If Martin Jones rebounds, they bring in Devin Dubnik to give a little bit of goaltending depth. Yeah. The forward power that everyone raves about, like Thomas Hurdle, kind of um, Evander Kane, Patrick Marlowe, he's older now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the guys are still there um, offensively. To me, if there if there's a team that's a dark horse that could come and steal away the whole division – and the team that I think matches up well against the Avalanche style of play, to me it's the Sharks because the Avalanche showed last year that they were an extremely fast team and that's how they wanted to win. They just wanted to outrun and gun you. And I think they can do that with Vegas. I think that they showed that in the bubble last year. Uh, I don't think that they, I know Vegas is set up to win and attract me too, but I think the Avs just have more speed than everyone in the NHL, basically. Right. Except maybe the Oilers. Um, and the teams that scare me are the teams that are, I'm not saying the Avalanche aren't physical because they are, but the teams that scare me are the teams that are a bit more physical, like the Stars last year, who obviously gave the Avs so much trouble in that series. Right. Uh, to me, the Sharks are that team in this division that could kind of give the Avalanche issues. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, they could. And the thing with San Jose is um, there there was no real that I know. I mean, I don't follow them as close. Obviously, I don't follow anybody as close as I do the Avalanche. But you know, I'm in, I'm in the loop on a lot of teams, but. From what I understand, there was no rhyme or reason to the drop-off that they had from going to the Western Conference final to a complete dud of a season and missing the playoffs and 
And, and when you missed the playoffs last year, uh, you're one of seven teams, right? Because the way that right. the playoffs were constructed. So you had to be really bad to, to miss the playoffs last year. I don't know. I don't know if there was something there that, I mean, do you know, was, was there a big loss that they had? Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you why it's because Eric Carlson regressed. I mean, that, that's okay. kind of a consensus from the national guys. All right. Is that he just did not play well last year. And Martin Jones also had a really terrible year statistically. So they just were not as good on defense as they have been in the past. And like they're a team that doesn't have a ton of firepower outside of that first kind of line of hurdle and Kane. Okay. All right. So Eric Carlson had an off year. I mean, he's a professional. He, he probably recognizes that he had a bad year and do we just automatically assume that it's going to happen again? Or do we think that he is going to be angry about the way that he played last year, however that was and turn it around? I mean, is that not a possibility? No, no, I'm not arguing. I, I, oh, I know I, you're not. I, think, I know you're not. I, I think that uh, I think it's likely that he comes back and looks really good. Right. So I think a lot of the the pieces are are there. Um, yeah, when you look at at their team, like they, they do, they have some pretty good uh, ability on this team. Uh, could they be that team that again fights for that spot? Yeah, it, it's it's not a because this is going to be a weird year, man. With, you know, only 56 games and you're playing all the time. Um, you know, they have, I'm just looking at age. I mean, you got Patrick Marlowe, who's, you know, he's over the hill. Um, Brent Burns is 35. Uh, Velasic is 33. Uh, Couture is 31. And then you, you got some youth on the team. I do like the Devin Dubnik uh, signing because, like you said, it gives them that uh, one-two punch for goalies, which you absolutely have to have for this season. You, 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 if you are a one-goalie team, uh, you are going to get railed on this year because those guys are going to be playing way too much. So um, I, I, I like their duo with Jones and Dubnik. So I think they're good there. Um, yeah, they just got to – maybe they just got to get out of their heads that they're not a good team. I think they could be a, a, a good team. And even talking to the Sharks guys, they're, they kind of just feel like, yeah, no, it's, we're, we're going to be terrible for the next few years. Don't have that mindset. I don't know. I'm not built that way. Uh, hockey's, you know, we want to talk about hockey and uh, how quick turnaround. Yeah. How it seems from top to bottom are all, you know, the parody. So why can't they be on the, the, the good side of the parody? You know what I mean? Like it, it, anything is possible, especially. I mean, what, it's just four years ago, the Avs are like one of the worst regular season teams in NHL history, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, and then the it's next a, season, the next season, they make the playoffs. You can rebound. Anything yeah. can happen. Anything can happen. So, yeah, I think you got you, you probably got to watch them a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Um. Speaking of rebuilds, the Kings, they're the only really like quote unquote bad team that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. How long until they kind of get back into the mix? Because I, I've always sort of been a Kings fan. I really like their logo. I like the uniforms. I like the Staples Center. I like their goal horn. I was a huge <laughs> fan of those cup, huge fan of those cup teams. I love Jonathan Quick. He's probably one of my favorite goalies ever. Um, 
how long is it going to take for this rebuild to work? Because it feels like they've been out of the mix now for years. Too, too long. Um, I I think they can. I I don't know. I think they can turn it around pretty quickly. I like them, and I know like I've been on on uh, other shows and my show saying like the way that the the Kings really handled the Avalanche last year. Maybe that's why um, the Avs just seem to struggle against them. And um, if you remember, they they were a hot team going into the pause. They weren't going to make the playoffs, but I think they had won seven in a row when the league suspended play. So I think they were turning it around. I th- This is a team I think could be sneaky good. Um, and, you know, I loved the Quentin Byfield pick. Uh, I don't know if you heard what he did tonight for Team Canada. No. He had six points for Team Canada. Okay. Two goals and four assists. So I wow. love that pick for them. He can come in instantly and, and be a force on that team. He is a big boy. So he is not going to get pushed around and he can play. So was that that seven game? I think it was seven games. It was seven or eight. I'm pretty sure it was seven. Was that seven game run like an anomaly? And was it just a fluke thing or were they starting to figure it out? And I think maybe it's, that started for them could have been against the avalanche at that outdoor game because they, they played them very well. And then they played them again. Um, It was very shortly. I think, I think they was, I think the avalanche, they played the outdoor game and then the avalanche played another game. And then I think they played them again, like right after that. And it wasn't a fluke. Like the Kings did exactly the same thing that they did in the outdoor game. So if they can figure out Colorado Avalanche, and I don't want to sit here and say like, you know, oh, you beat Colorado, you're you're a great team. But um, it, you've, they figured them out. For whatever reason, they figured them out. Now they just need to do that across. Well, really, they only need to do it across six other teams. Uh, and is that possible? Again, the way that this season is constructed, yeah, it's definitely possible. Sure. Yeah. But to me, that's one of the most interesting things about this season. Everybody's going to see each other so much. Like, I do wonder what things look like when we get to March I or, or even February. I just – I wonder how quickly these teams start looking – well, I guess March because March would be the equivalent of – normal february mm-hmm. so um yeah i mean i'm really interested to see how that plays out all right and that is where we're going to break it off for today uh like so many guest spots that i have on here we go kind of long so uh we're going to break this up into two episodes we're going to get to part two tomorrow where we continue our talk on divisions playoffs and i even get eric's prediction for the season so uh that's gonna be it for today definitely tune in tomorrow to part two of the i guess interview the host type of show between eric jensen and myself so that'll be tomorrow thanks for tuning in for today and uh stay safe out there everybody see you tomorrow go abs go